we live? We hot on audio? Is the live hot? Is the audio hot? You just tell me, Con. Thumbs up, like Wayne's World. Uh, what's up, everybody? So, we are back to you with another podcast. And this time it's a little different because we don't have a guest, but I've really been... I talked to my dad this morning, and he was telling me in his kitchen <laughs> while he was uh, cooking up breakfast that I just need to be more opinionated, and I need to tell our audience my opinions more often. I think you missed the point. I think you said, <laughs> don't tell your opinion. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. But that's kind of me, and that's kind of our channel, and... Um, it's okay to disagree with people, and it's okay to have a difference of opinion. And you don't have to hate people or unsubscribe or quit watching them or not be their friend. And I feel like this whole society that we are in now is so formed towards people not having an opinion, not telling people what you really think, and blowing a bunch of sunshine up everybody's ass. And I feel like our society does a really good job at sheltering their neighbor. And we're in a shelter-free zone. So, if you come up to me and you say, does, it, does this make me look fat? And you look like a fat ass, and I'm going to tell you. But, in, in, the nice way. <laughs> in the same breath, I will tell you that I'm a fat ass as well. And, look, just be real is the way that I feel. Anyway. I don't want to carry on about that too long because I have so many other things I want to talk about. Um, and I've really been meaning to get in here for a while and kind of express some outrage and some opinions and some other things, mostly government-related. Before you cover that, should we cover the fact that I chose not to be here and was forced to be here? So when you hear him talking most of the time, it's not because he's not letting me talk. It's because I don't want to talk. Yeah, so Brandy didn't want to do this at all. But he and didn't want to talk to himself. And I thought <laughs> it would be nice to have somebody to, you know, at least kind of reflect on what I'm saying or I can reflect on hearing some, some kind of input from somebody else, a human here, because although I love that you guys are watching this, you can't really reflect anything back onto me because I can't see it through the screen, which is primarily why we get a lot of the comments that we do. Um, however, that brings me to another thought. If you haven't seen it so far, head over to the Ben and Brandy channel and check out our latest short because we had some old Jason Mraz-looking fella uh, want to get out. and I mean, I don't know. I, I assume when you get out and you come to somebody's car door. Well, actually, once he got out he didn't come to my car door he came about halfway between my car and his car and then hollered profanities at me from there um but willing to throw arms or fight somebody over um a road dispute <laughs> which i'll give some clarity on it now because i was going to put it in the video but we don't have the film for it but um i come up to a red light this guy is already parked at the red light and um Actually, Con, let's just pull that video up. Pull that video up while we're talking here, and I'll just continue to talk. But So we pull up to the um, the red light. This guy's already sitting at the red light. And I'm thinking nothing of it. We're literally about um, 500 feet from our destination, which we're going to eat lunch uh, with my sister and her husband. 
and Holly and Blake, for those of you that don't know, they're in a lot of our videos, which we always appreciate. Um, but anyway, so uh, we're stopped at this red light, and he, he pulls away, and I kind of pull away too, and I'm probably following him a little bit close, but literally it's only like right around the corner, and maybe I follow him that way for about 75 feet, maybe 100 feet, and the guy stops dead right in the middle of the road. And uh, yeah, there it is. Let's pull that up. Do you remember how to use the audio? Yeah, so pull the video up first and then. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. Pause it for a minute. That's the other thing, too. Like, I, I, you know, I try to hold myself from using any profanity towards people out in public unless, like, I'm pushed to that point. And I made sure not to say anything. I called the guy homie instead of something else that <laughs> I would probably want to call him. Um, but his very first thing that he says is like, I just fucking did, you know, so like you're egging me on at this point. Like uh, the kids are with us and Brandy doesn't like confrontation. So I stayed in the car. I remained calm and just told him to politely move out of the way. What? I was going to, I mean, maybe he just uses more profanity in his daily life and it wasn't meant to be so aggressive. <laughs> Could be well, just Well, when you get out of your car <laughs> and stopped in the middle of the road, it's meant to yeah. be aggressive, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, it looks like when he gets that close and realizes, like, what am I doing here? Maybe he's starting to second guess himself and he's trying to snug it so close and, like, okay, maybe this was really dumb. Play it out, Con. And here's my turn off. And as you can see right there's my sister and Blake standing there waiting on us. Right there in the shot. Boom. They're like, what the? <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of whenever I saw the guy's hat. Okay, you can pause it. Um, anyway, you can clearly see we're smiling and those are awkward. And I know most definitely for, for me it was more like shocked and couldn't believe that Jason Mraz was trying to fight me. Uh -huh. But for Brandy, that's an awkward smile and uncomfortable not I love this I dislike yeah. that man so much <laughs> yeah so um anyway it was absolutely wild and and I just thought that we should shed some clarity on that especially since it's got uh, you know almost 3,000 views in the last few hours so people are watching it which people love confrontation and people love drama and that's why stuff like that gets watched so couple other things that I want to touch on guys um, as you know right now we were on our way back from Texas and our box truck has had some issues and it looks like these issues stem back to the rodent problem that we had in there which is either um, a chipmunk or a rat or it's a, it, it can't be mice it's got to be a chipmunk or a rat and these things have gotten up in the engine compartment and they've chewed on high pressure oil lines and they've chewed on fuel injector wires and um, we had some cold start issues they were chewing on um, uh, whatever the heating is i forget that what they're called what the hell is the word i'm trying to think of con remember how the things heat up up in there <laughs> glow plugs glow plugs that's it Chewed on the glow plug wires. So anyway, uh, we broke down in Texas, had it towed to the nearest shop, and it's still there now. So 
Um, we're kind of in the mix of figuring out what our next step is um, as far as traveling in a motorhome, and we really haven't quite figured that out yet, but we will figure that out, and we'll come to you with it in one way or another. But the thing that I'm most excited about right now is these new 1800s-era videos we're going to be shooting, and we've got period clothing, period uh, canvas tent, and we're going to kind of try to do, like we've got a couple of different things we're working on, but one of them that we know for sure is a go right now is an 1800s style canvas tent that's going to have a wood stove in it and things like that so we'll cook and prep and do all the stuff and we're going to try to make these episodes very cinematic and almost feel like a short film like a maybe a 30 minute film um and then we may be working with a couple of different companies or a company to do uh, some kind of wagon 1800 style wagon and do like the original overlanding style episode that may happen too and this is one of those videos where you're like, hey, let's get a covered wagon and dress up like 1800s people in camp. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. But we'll see how it all ends up. Yeah, I mean, this is like the 90s stuff. Like, But I had a lot more high hopes than that. I thought that more people would would watch that. And I, and I think that people would. I think it's the algorithm that well, is favorite. And I feel like the people who are viewers have always said, like, we really love those episodes, even if it wasn't like something that gave us a lot of fame on YouTube, at least people kind of have that nostalgic feeling and like really like those episodes. Yeah. So I, good I, for the people who are already watching us, even if it doesn't reach a lot of people. I still think they were successful. And I do feel like there is some people that are like, yeah, I started watching you because of the 90s camping trip or something mm -hmm. like that. When are you going to do more of those? Or I'd like to do one of those. And so I, I feel like it did get like a niche market of, of people that had an older vehicle and were already like, you know, overlanding or wheeling in it. And, and, uh, and, and just something different, it. too. Like, you know, there's a lot of people going out and overland camping and stuff, but not a lot of people doing it in a 1990 Bronco. Yeah, which, you know, look, so coming from where we're at now, like we're always using LEDs, we're always using flashlights, and we're always using all these things and the conveniences. When we went back in time to the 90s-style stuff, and, like, we just had white gas, and we were just, mm -hmm. like, we played a board game over candlelight and stuff, it's going to be really wild going back a hundred years before that to the 1890s. Yeah, and I will tell you, like, just using a cooler, I was like, this is barbaric. Like, yeah. I, I don't have a fridge. i got to reach my hand in this freezing yeah. cold ice, and now we'll have none of that even. I didn't even think about that it's aspect. It's going to be crazy. For cooking. Like, I'll we'll have, have to, to have like stuff that don't go bad. Meat. It's going to help that it's winter because we can just so leave stuff outside. But, yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, I mean, just think about this. At nighttime, literally all we will have is kerosene lanterns. Like, Imagine trying to do anything in your tent or go get firewood or anything with no light, just a kerosene lantern. That's just not much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be crazy, guys, and I hope that you'll tune into our main channel to watch that. But um, anyway, let's get like kind of the, the, the reason for this channel, um, and more importantly so, probably more popular on Rumble than it is on YouTube, um, and that's because we can – air it all out on Rumble and not expect that we're going to take financial losses because of it. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're not already checked out over on Rumble, go check us out over there. And for those of you who've never heard of Rumble, it's like YouTube, but without so many regulations. A lot of people always ask, like, what's that green thing? What's Rumble? What's that mean? Yeah, like, it is, they don't it, understand. It they don't know it at me. all. And I wonder if we weren't in the industry, if we would know 
Yeah, I think, well, you're pretty technology savvy, but people who are just like clicking on YouTube for a video every once in a while, it's not, they're not always in the tech world. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, um, so I'm trying to think, um, kind of, you know, I don't want to just jump straight into a rant. Um, I've got lots of things that I kind of, there was something we were touching on, on, uh, on the way here or something that was getting me a little bit fired up. Oh, you were talking oh, about white privilege. Oh, white privilege. <laughs> Which Let's is like your favorite <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> Let's talk about white privilege a little bit. Because white privilege is a myth, right? It's not about race. It's about wealth. And uh, the white privilege is actually the other W, which is wealth. Wealth privilege is a thing. White privilege is not a thing. I've known plenty of poor white people. And the poor white kids, what, what Biden said, the poor white kids are just as good as the black kids. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Yeah, poor That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, actually it might have been uh, some reality came out a little bit because maybe he realizes that it's about wealth and not about race, but that doesn't fit his agenda. So what well, he said, poor kids are just as smart as whatever he said. I think what he's implying is that minority kids are poor. That's what it sounded kind of like. I mean, yeah. in his mistake. I don't know, but here's what I do know. Um, a lot of the privileged stuff that you see always comes back to money. You never see like a poor white kid that has more privilege than say a poor black kid or a poor Hispanic kid because it's not about race, it's about money. If you had three poor kids, one was black, one was Hispanic, and one was white, they have the same privileges, I promise you. There's no, and actually some would even say it goes the opposite direction this this time around and nowadays because there's so many grants and scholarships and things if you are a minority that if you're a poor white kid, you're in bad shape because you're not getting like handouts because you're white, right? Would you say that I mean, or no? you can you can get like Pell Grant for being poor. It's a, it, that's about being in a lower class, but... Yeah, but everybody qualifies for that. No, Pell Grant's only if you have, if you're low income. So That's any, what I'm talking about, race, but yeah. every race would yeah. qualify for that. But um, there's definitely, like, you pretty much will end up where your parents are. Like, that. basically, most people who are poor will be poor. Most people who are parents are middle class. They'll Their kids will be middle class, and if you're upper class, your kids are probably going to be upper class also. So, I mean, in that way, anybody who's in the in the lower classes is, is disadvantaged and I think when people say white privilege, though, they say, like, when people look at you, they're going to treat you differently because you're white. But like you said, now, you know, white kids are being told there's something wrong with you because you're you're inherently racist. And that's definitely a disadvantage, especially for boys coming in and hearing, like, there's a problem with you because you're a white boy. Like, you've got you've got some issues like you're privileged and you're racist. And that doesn't help anybody to hear you're yeah. privileged or you're you're, you know, disadvantaged. That doesn't help anybody either. I think it all comes down to the root of all evil, and the root of all evil is money. And in pretty much every term, in, in every sense of the word, in every sense of the, just a matter of fact, is any time money is involved, it creates problems. And yeah, money helps a lot of things, but money creates those things that it has to help. So, like, I, you know, and I don't know what the solution is to that. Um, I know me personally, I'm like to the point where I hate money now, but you want it. You hate it, but you want it. Yeah, and that kind of gives a point too. Like, obviously, it's better for the elite, rich people if all of us middle class and lower class people are fighting over race and things that don't actually matter. <laughs> instead of realizing, hey, <laughs> these people the are the hill with the these people are telling us that we're racist and that we hate each other when we never did. You know, we're all good. 
yeah, I, I, yeah. It, at the end of the day, like I, I don't know, my um, aspirations and everything, even not so long ago, were were definitely more materialistic, more money motivated, more money focused, and well, and I think for you also, just coming up as a really poor kid, having people tell you wow, you are something like you wanted that title of you are CEO, like you are an important person now. And like you're respected where you grew up with people saying you're nothing like you're you, you don't deserve anything. You aren't smart enough to get anything, that kind of thing. Like for a person who's told that you won't amount to anything, you're going to fail. You know, that probably did matter a lot, too. Which I don't know where that ended, because like the story you hear about a lot of these people like Elon Musk or um I mean, I know there's other ones out there that made themselves out of nothing and, like, came from poor rags-to-riches stories. There's tons of them. Like, they always have that drive until the day they die, and I don't know where that went. Maybe I'm just like, ah, well, life's too short. Yeah, I think you realize, like, that's not what you wanted. That's not the goal you wanted to get to. That's not success for you is being – and I think also seeing the corruption in the company you were in. Like, those people aren't happy. They're miserable, and they're unhappy, and they're mean. You know, the people at the top of this corporate ladder aren't what you actually want to be. Not all of them, but – Okay. Some of these people are, like, backstabbing and lying to each other just to get where they want to be, and that's not where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think that almost like in a corporation or if you work for a semi, a, a, a large level company or semi large, you kind of see the politics of like government politics in a, in a company. Um, so you really start to see uh, like, and it's, it really is like, it's like a human nature to backstab or claw, scratch and claw your way to the top or, or whatever. And, and you know that's going on. That actually kind of leads me into, I'm glad we brought this up because it leads me into like my, purest frustration right now is government and taxes and financial burden that this government puts on you and and the thing that's crazy is um the united states is known for being a free country and i just don't feel like we're even a free country anymore and the only way to be truly free in the united states is to have money and lots of money and it shows, like, like get on YouTube right now and find any big YouTuber and watch the way that they will go out and completely break the laws. They have no uh, consideration for following laws. They don't care. Um, and actually, I'll, I'll name drop a channel that I actually enjoy watching, and it's um, Danny Duncan. And this kid um, will literally go out and break any law that he wants, do anything that he wants, and he really doesn't ever care because he's got the money to get out of it. And the cops know that there's no sense in doing this. It, it's it's one of those things, too, that's weird because it's like you struggle with money your entire life. And then if you do make it to being famous, um, you don't have to pay for stuff as much. Like movie stars, they don't have to go and pay for their dinner. Like the place is willing to comp their dinner. And um, that's kind of the same thing with the government. It's like when you have enough money, the government's not going to mess with you. And he said it in one of his episodes the other night. He's like, you know how much taxes I pay here? And like, yeah, I get that. That shouldn't make you any more free than anybody else. And there's really two forms of the most freedom in our country. And one form is all the way at the top of the ladder, which is you have accrued so much wealth that you can pay any fine, you can pay any tax, you can do anything you want. And the other form is homeless people. You don't have anything. And you know why you don't have anything? Because you don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to pay the government to own something. And that's the other form of freedom. So do you want to be free and homeless 
and not have any financial burdens so you don't have to work. But right now, if, if you're out there and you own a home and you think that you're free and that you live in a free country, and, and let's even give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that you don't have um, a ton of debt, which probably 90 or 99% of human beings in the United States have a ton of debt. You've got homeowner's debt. You've got car debt. You've got, you're in debt to so many different companies, you probably don't even know offhand what you're in debt to. But let's give you the benefit of the doubt. And let's say that you don't have any debt to any companies. Your car is paid for. Your house is paid for. Everything's paid for. And let's say you've worked your, your, you've worked your ass off your entire life to, to make that happen. Now, quit your job. Don't have an income. And see how long you can live in your house and drive the car and have the lifestyle, the things that you've afforded to Farm do. Farm your own food. <laughs> anything. See how long you can live that way without the government coming to you and stealing everything you own. Because it's not long. Probably a year. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to owe taxes. You're going to owe taxes on your car for just owning your car. It's called personal property taxes. Why you have to pay it? Um, I don't know. H- how did... How did the government ever get people to vote on personal property taxes? I'll never know. Actually, I do know. They'll sneak it in. Uh, so if people want to smoke pot and they want to recreationally do drugs, they will put that on the front of their bill, and then on the back end of the bill, they'll have tax hikes and things like that. And all these sheeple out there will vote for that just so they can smoke pot in the streets. Or they say, look at those rich people. They have so much. Like, let's get money from them. When really, the rich people are the ones who have lawyers to get out of it, yeah. and they're just hitting the middle class. Yeah. Like, those upper middle class people, they just deserve to pay us everything they own. Yeah. If you can afford an accountant or professional lawyers or people to take care of things for you, that's how you get in and out of things in this country. And normal people like us and like you can't afford to do that. So when you're voting on these tax hike policies that are supposedly to be taxing the rich, you're not. They're, the rich are being able, they're able to pay out of it, and they're smarter than that. But, but to get back to my point at hand is, if we were truly a free country, you could work your ass off your entire life, buy everything you own, have it paid for, and live the rest of your days on that. We are not in a country you can do that. Once you pay for all that, you quit your job, you don't have an income anymore, that's it. You're going to have all these taxes come due. And if those taxes are not paid, they take it. And we actually ran into a little issue personally with ours on our real estate taxes where we thought that our real estate taxes were covered in our escrow for our our home. And we got, I don't know, we didn't pay it like one year and then we were coming up and it was due for another year. And I called in to pay our personal property tax on a new vehicle whenever I traded off um the, the the original Jeep, and I got another Jeep, and I had to go pay personal property tax to be able to even license my vehicle, which is another thing I don't even want to get started on. And uh, just in passing, she's like, oh, yeah, and uh, I just wanted to let you know your property out and such and such. I'm not going to say the name because that's where we live. Mm-hmm. She's like, the, your property out there, uh, we're going to be auctioning that off on November the date that she said. And I'm like, what? What property? And, sh- and then she gave me the address, and I'm like, that's where we live. That's our house. Yeah, uh, you haven't paid the real estate taxes in almost two years on that, and so it's due to be auctioned by the government or you know by whatever department. And like just nonchalantly said that it's like, and the taxes on it were like thirty five hundred bucks, you know. So you're getting ready to auction off, uh, you know, twelve acres of property in a two hundred thousand dollar house for less than five thousand dollars worth of taxes, and then that's just that's you know that's just the way that it is. And like we're in this. 
it's just crazy. That really opened my eyes to like, you're not free. And if, especially if you have any kind of, if you own anything in this country, you're not free because you're always at the mercy of taxes and the taxes are just astronomical. Like I, you know, if everybody just paid 10% of taxes, cool. Well, but when you're being taxed for your income, then you're being taxed on everything you buy. And then every year you're taxed on everything you already own over and over and over again. It's like, how many times can you tax the same thing that I already bought? Yeah. And and just think they're taxing that before they tax you for it. So first they they tax your employer for it. Mm -hmm. And then your employer brings that right back to you. And so everybody just passes the buck and it all trickles down. And that's, that's another thing. Like, a lot of these people, they think, well, tax the big corporations and tax the rich and tax this and tax that. These people aren't paying that. They're passing it on down to you. So, like, shit rolls downhill, man. Like, you think you think that you're going to tax Walmart and then Walmart's just going to, like, oh, well, we deserve it. No, the Walmart is going to trickle that tax burden down to its employees and they're going to make less money and and they're going to take it out of their... Uh, you know, they'll take it from somewhere. They're not just going to pay it. So when you guys are taxing these big corporations and you're doing these things, they're making cuts places so that they don't have to pay that. And no, it's not right. I agree with that. It's uh, They should own up and they should pay their taxes, but they're not going to. And at the end of the day, the government's not going to force them to. They're going to put new tax laws into play and those tax laws can be worked around and it's set up that way. And I mean, look at, look at any government official. Um, a lot of these government officials, when they leave these government-held positions, they go to these big corporations. They go to, to be on the board of Walmart, or they go to CNN or Fox News, and they're working there. I mean, just look at th- – those are just a couple of the media companies that are in the limelight. Um, and you can see that these government employees work there now. So it's like, you think that they're really doing things that are going to harm them that much? But, and then that person says, well, we'll offer you a good job when you get out of there. No, they're taking job offers, and they're making deals before they get out of office. Yeah, and is it in their best interest as the government to say, we take more taxes from these evil big corporations, or is it better for them to say, well, actually, we're going to tighten our belt. We're going to look at what we're actually wasting all your tax money on. It's better for them to say, oh, these these corporations are ruining your lives. Let's take more money from them. Uh, instead of being accountable for what they're actually spending our money on and making it work. Yeah, I mean, it, it just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like it just wears you out. And, you know, you work you work so hard and you establish so many things. And then, and then one of the other frustrating parts for me, too, is like then you see people that have money, right? And they have, they have enough money to where they don't really care. And it's almost like they're like, well, you know, yeah, that's just the way it is. And like we're stuck in this vicious cycle of nonsense and government horseshit because people have just like, uh, you know, shrugged shit off for so many years. Like back in the olden days, man, they would go to war with with kings or government over a percent or a, a fraction of a percent in tax. And now they'll hike our taxes up, you know, three to six percent annually, and people don't even care anymore. It's like, ah, well, you know, that's the way it is. Maybe we'll get another stimulus check, you know. <laughs> and it's just crazy to me. Like, where are we at as a society where we won't stand up for anything? They're literally by the time that your dollar is taxed so many different ways, uh, with real estate tax and personal property tax, and then your income tax and all these different taxes that you have, you're probably making half 
So literally, imagine taking your paycheck and just handing half of it to somebody every time you get paid. That's what you're doing. Like, and are we not smart enough to realize that? Or are people just really that uncaring? Do they just not care that much? And then you go and get on, a, and we do a lot of traveling, people. Like, we travel a lot. You get on the roads, and you're like, man, these roads are falling apart. All over our country, the roads are shit. The bridges are shit. Go, go, down an inter, inter, go down an interstate highway someday and park under an overpass and look up. I am amazed at how many bridges, the concrete, just falling apart, and there's, like, exposed rebar. It's scary. And so we're, we're the, the t- most taxed wealthy, tax wealthy country of the face of the planet ever in history. And our bridges are falling apart. Yeah, and politicians will come in and say, we need a new infrastructure bill. No, you need to use the money we already gave you and figure out how to make our lives better with it, not just use it how you want. Yeah, I mean, look how much money we send away from our country. Imagine if that was used here. You know, and a lot of people had problems with this relief on student loan debt. Um, And that was one of those things that I didn't have as much of a problem about. Like, and it's not because I think people should get their debt paid. I think that the debt is so invalid to begin with. Um, you're basically getting ripped off like the government gets ripped off. They're, tr- they're overcharging for school, and then there's so much interest accrued on all that. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we are in that boat. We are with you. If you've got student loan debt out there, Brandy went to school for, what, six or seven years, and we are in debt up to our ears because of it. That is our single most expensive debt that we have um, aside from paying taxes every year yeah but it is like you said it's a problem with the system itself like college shouldn't be as much as it is you could be able to learn things you need to learn without all these extra things but it's just like that's the way it is you know that's that's the way it is your kids are going to go to school they're going to start their lives with all this debt you've got to figure out a way to pay for it for them but it, it shouldn't be that way like when we went when i went to school we were already married and I wasn't using half of the services on campus because I was, you know, a young mom and I'm not going to be going to the recplex every day and hanging out and things like that. So I went in and said, I'm not using these services. Can I have that taken off my bill? No, that's just the way it is. You have to pay for those to get your education. Like, no. oh, great. Super. Yeah. And I think that like first year students, they force you into like a meal plan. and a you, you have to live on campus and they say it's yeah. to make you more successful unless you live close enough to, you know, campus that you can live with your parents and things. They usually let you do that. Mm. But. Yeah, anyway, it's just it's just crazy. It's a big it's another one of those schemes much like insurance um and banking where it's like they get in in cahoots early with the government and the government says, "We'll push this for you, but we want this kickback." And like so then they get in they kind of get in bed together and they make these plans where it's like you know, they both can get rich. It's like a get get rich quick scheme that's just evolved over time, and now it's this thing that's just so powerful and so big. It's like, you know, schools, banks, insurance companies, they're all in it together, and then pharmaceuticals is now, you know, the new hot thing where it's like, the, and look at, the, look at the stuff that's happened with that. And I won't mention too much because this video is on YouTube, but um, how corrupt is it that you can create something to inject in people and the government forces to do it, and then there's kickbacks on it, and there's all this. Uh, like, it's basically like uh, you can force people to pay you, and that's really what, it's, what you're doing. It's like forcing a subscription on you. Prescriptions are subscriptions. And, you know, any company out right now, um, look at them all. They all want a subscription plan. 
you want to go get Premiere or Adobe or you want Office, everybody has subscriptions now. Some of the fastest growing banks are these um, pay-as-you-go, Klarna and um, uh, LendingTree and uh, I don't know, some of these other programs where they uh, will loan you the money right out front and then you just make them a payment and you can buy all kinds of stuff. And again, you're up to your years in debt. Um, so there's, those are some of the fastest growing companies right now. So everybody wants subscriptions and the oldest subscriptions in the book are prescriptions. So, and it's one that your life depends on. So literally you're going to want it the rest of your you're life. You're going to need this thyroid pill, thyroid yeah. pill every day for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to die. Yeah. And people do it, man. They sign on for it. Very rarely. We, we're actually just having this discussion this morning. Very rarely. And actually I went through this when I was going to the doctor and I finally got a doctor. It's like, you know, this will do that and this will do that and this will help that. But it's like you go to the doctor and a lot of the stuff that you can fix can be fixed with a healthier diet or uh, exercise regimen or something like that, which your hum the human body is built that way. Most of the things in your body can be fixed by changing your lifestyle because we have uh, Americans in general just have such an unhealthy lifestyle. But doctors don't even tell you that anymore. It's like. Oh, well, you're having this problem? Well, you need to take this pill. And then this pill will cause this problem, so this pill will help with that problem that this pill gave you. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're taking like five or six different drugs every day, and those are all on a prescription plan, which, once again, prescriptions are subscriptions. And they're – I'm going to have to get something on that because that's good. <laughs> I like it. And uh, it's so, so anyway, it's, it's like a, you know the same thing with insurance companies. The government requires you to have insurance. Try to figure that out, you know, and then banks require you to have insurance. And then, um, you know, it's like this big cycle of of issues. And then it, people say, well, yeah, that's because the banks are trying to protect their interest or the insurance companies or, you know. But at the end of the day, like, that's what lawsuits are for, too. Like, when you don't pay an insurance company or you don't pay somebody that you owe money that's when they sue you for the money and then they can garnish you and things like that so why would that not be the same for insurance if you were to get in a car accident and you didn't pay you know and there's people out there that don't have insurance and that's the way that it does work but it's much more convenient to create a law that requires insurance and then the government can get a kickback on that and then all these people are paying another subscription and round and round we go not to mention then they can price it completely out of market, but people have to have it. So, you know, there could be an insurance plan that was maybe 15 or 20 bucks a month that would cover things. And I don't remember. I looked up the percentages one time of, like, how many people actually use their insurance as opposed to putting into it. And it's, it's crazy. Like, some people will go their whole life without making a claim. They've paid insurance their whole life. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. But... I don't know. There's there's just so many issues, and I just feel like, um, you know, people act like our country is free, and it's just not free. It's it's money. money. And compared to a lot of countries, it probably is pretty free. We haven't lived anywhere else. Well, so that depends on what kind of freedom you're talking about, though, because, like, the kind of freedom that I want is I just want to be left alone. Yeah. And I don't mind fending for, our, you know, fending for us and our family. And, and, I mean, even if you had to live off the land, like, I know it's easy to say it, um, a lot harder than it is to, it'd be a lot harder to do it than it is to say it. But, like, I would almost take that sort of freedom mm -hmm. over what we have now. 
which isn't exactly what I mean. It, sh- it shouldn't have to be. I'll be completely independent, or yeah. I'll be controlled and be a slave to the government. It shouldn't have to be that way. Yeah. I mean, people don't have to say, "Well, if you don't like it, you should be. You should try to live without any government help." Like, no, yeah. they can they can stay in their bounds, and things can be taken care of with government without them taking over our lives. Like, why should that have to be something you choose? Yeah, you shouldn't. And I think that that's what they've tried to create is they've created these options, like it's this option or that option, and take you know take a pill because you got to do one. But it's crazy now. There's a lot of these YouTube channels they're going to other countries and asking people, you know, what they really think. Like, would they take the benefits that we have over the negative things here? Mm-hmm. And usually it's just stupid stuff like the virtue signaling stuff here. And they're like, nah, I'd rather be here. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm even talking like third world countries. Like, money doesn't create happiness, guys. Like, there is people that live in a little shack over with their family, and they are happier than a lot of Americans. And I can actually see some validity to that. Like, if you don't like a lot of this marketing and brainwashing in this country is because it's bred into you. You think that you need that stuff to be happy and you don't like just turn the TV on our, 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 our country is literally ran by marketing. It's ran by products and it's ran by money and it all comes back to money. But Elon Musk said it just the other day. And that thing that he had, he's like, I'm not going to let any marketing companies tell me what I can and cannot say and pull pull if they pull out of our platforms good they can go and i believe his words were uh what did he say if you're uh i don't remember go oh let's pull that up con pull up <laughs> uh pull up elon musk on his uh on his chat Oh, and he said he's not going to let anybody blackmail him over money, which yeah. is exactly what it is. I mean, you can say it's their their choice as advertisers, but no, it's you silencing someone else. Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing that I always appreciate about him. Like, you know kind of where he stands on stuff. Although I will say I was disappointed in a little part of that, which, look, I'm not going to cancel him, right? <laughs> um he was asked at one point, like Joe Biden or Trump, and he acted like that was a hard decision or something. Like if Joe Biden and Trump are the two guys and it's between them, it's very simple. It's Trump. Like Joe Biden is an absolute wreck. And I think that Elon Musk did play that a little political, which I was surprised. He's like, well, I won't vote for Joe Biden. Well, dude, you can just say it, just say it. You know, if you don't want to say you're voting for it, I guess you don't have to, but um, it's it's very simple. That that option is very simple. Now you put Trump up against you know an actual candidate that you know has some smart decisions, and yeah, maybe a little tougher. But Joe Biden and Trump is not a tough decision, and no other Republican candidates are even in the same ballpark right now. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Elon Musk advertisers blackmail. Yeah, play the second one, the short. Yeah, I think you just turn that option on. Don't advertise. You find somebody else, anybody else that 
has to answer to the amount of people that he does and the political backlash. All right, pause it, Con. You find anybody that has a political backlash or has to answer to anybody like he does that will speak their mind freely, and you let me know. Uh, Dana White. That's probably the other one. Mm-hmm. But he's not even close to, to Elon For Musk. Income, which, I mean, in some ways is even better because he does he has more to lose. You know, if you don't have as much money. Well, I'm not talking. I wasn't even talking about income. I'm talking about answering to people. Oh, just being like, like Well, honest. you got to think. I mean, Dana White's just UFC. Yeah. Elon Musk has and got Tesla. Right. Yeah, slap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> slap. I think it's just power slap. That's oh, power it. slap. That's right. Elon Musk has got Tesla. He's got SpaceX. He's got his AI company. He's yeah. got this neural company. Like he has Neuralink. all these different companies that he has to kind of please and keep these uh, investors happy and all these things. And he's willing to risk all that for freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And all these people out there will say Elon this and Elon that, and it's a stunt. And you guys are all full of shit. It's not a stunt. This guy, why why would he have any reason to, to make a stunt? He has more wealth than anybody in the world, the face of the planet ever. And he's the most popular person on the platform, uh, which is X, his platform. And he was before. And so there's no reason that he would have any kind of logical explanation for create trying to create buzz or whatever else he creates it with everything he does so yeah he's just speaking his mind but anyway guys i i don't want to make this um podcast too long i thought we would kind of get on here and give you an update we haven't done a forward with ferris podcast in a while and it's mostly just because we just came off of all of our summer travel uh, which is we're gone traveling for our ben and brandy channel um and then guests. We've had a couple guests flake out on this. The last two, actually, that we've had have flaked out. So, um, I, you know, I've been trying to get people of the opposite mindset of me, and those are the last two that have flaked out here. So um, I would love to have, like, discussions with people that are different than me, and that's becoming harder and harder every day. Um, so maybe I need to have a discussion with another like-minded person just so I can get somebody in here to talk to. Um, but if you guys know anybody that would be a good candidate to come on here and chat, or you yourself have some good topics that you'd like to touch on, or maybe change my mind on something, or, you know, just chat, hit us up in the comments below or reach out to us somehow. Um, and we'll see if we can make it happen, but thank you so much for tuning in. I'm glad that you watched this podcast, or if you're listening to it on your, whatever station that you're on, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you as soon as we can, I guess. We'll try to put one of these things together, hopefully with somebody that can have a disagreement but still shake my hand after this thing's over. So check out Ben and Brandy. Hope you guys will tune in to our newest episodes that are coming. Those are going to be so fun to make. And uh, we're going to spend a ton of time on editing and make it very cinematic and try to make movies out of it. So uh, it's kind of opening a new chapter to our channel on both aspects. So please tune in for that. And we'll see you on the next one. You got anything to say? No. That's it. <laughs>